Well, hello there, Christy. How are you? This is Ola Ramey with Each One Teach One. Hi, can you hear me? Oh, yes, I can now. I had to turn it up. Okay, no worries. How's everything? Everything's good. How are you? Pretty good. So welcome to Each One Teach One with Ola Ramey Sano. I'm so glad to have you. We've had um, a number of different ch- challenges trying to get this interview, but I'm so happy to have you today. Yes, I'm happy to be here. Thank you so much. Awesome. So I know we have a lot to get to. I would definitely want to try to cover as much as we can. Um, I definitely want my audience to know that you and I connected on Impacting Millions, which is another powerful network. Um, and definitely appreciate the energy that all the different people who are participating in our cohort bring to the table. But I wanted them to meet you specifically because we have um, you know, a lot to talk about in regard to holistic health and um, women's holistic health and some other things that are going to be going on this month. So why don't you introduce yourself and we can go from there. Sure. So I'm a holistic health expert. I'm a healer. I'm a writer. I love to empower women with their health and wellness. I work with women to help them to overcome chronic illness, chronic conditions, and trauma. And I do so by using a holistic perspective my powerful energy work, and also the natural medicine from the earth. So I'm all about helping women to thrive and to return back to joy and vitality. Awesome. And how do you do that? What is your medium? What what is your uh, business title and uh, the name of your business? And tell us where you work from. Yes. So my business is called The Dancing Curtain. I am currently in Ridgefield, Connecticut. I was out in California for a while and bi-coastal, so that was fun, but now I'm back on the East Coast, (laughs) and uh, it's a health and wellness business, so it's all about living a healthy lifestyle, and I help as a guide to empower my clients to know that they can be their own healers. So I'm a healer, but I'm empowering them to learn the tips and tools so that they can take care of their health and wellness and live a long, vital, healthy life. That's so important because um, I definitely believe in holistic healing. I've been um, over 20 years, probably going on 30 or longer, um, mm. dealing with natural health for myself and my son. Um, Great. I think you and I have talked before because I told you that I had my son at home with a midwife, no drugs, yes. no anything. So I've been through the fire. Um, I also you know, chose not to vaccinate him just because I did not want his uh, body to have extra chemicals and other stuff in it that it didn't need. I wanted him to develop his own natural immunities and so far so good. He's 22 years old. Wonderful. Great. So yeah, we have a lot, um, a lot in common in that regard. I'm not a healer, but I do feel like we all have the power to heal our, our body. Um, You know, a dance instructor uh, professionally for 25 years own studio. So I've always been interested in things that can naturally people you know keep a health equilibrium I don't even know if that's a term you know where people can stay in balance and not necessarily have to get dependent on um, drugs or chemicals or things outside of their body so why don't you tell our audience what you how you define holistic healing so holistic health and wellness to me is really understanding that for every illness every chronic condition there is a root cause there is Mm -hmm. a reason why you became ill and once you understand the reason then you can treat it and get better 
So unfortunately, this is not the common understanding that most doctors have. They weren't trained that way. But from my personal experience, because I had a chronic illness of my own for 15 years, Mm -hmm. that's how I got interested and involved in holistic health and wellness. Before then, frankly, I didn't know anything about holistic health and wellness. Mm -hmm. I just knew to go to the doctor when you were sick and that they would treat you, tell you what to do and fix you. (laughs) And it (laughs) didn't happen that way. That's how we're all oriented. Everybody's oriented that way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So because of that, then I just had to find a way to get better because my doctors basically gave up on me very early. And just said, oh, you're just depressed. Just take an antidepressant. And I knew my body and I knew that there was something physically wrong with me. So how did you determine what that thing was? Like a lot of people have that. They feel like they're just out of balance or they're overworked or stressed out. And sometimes it might be a little deeper and they don't know. So how did you get to the pinpoint or the root issue? Well, again, it was a long journey. It was 15 years. Mm-hmm. I was an actress uh, in New York City for a while, and I did burn myself out. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it was hard to know. It was hard to know what to do. It was hard to know what was going on, what my body was saying to me. Um, I found out a lot about myself over the years. I found out that I don't do very well with caffeine. It had been you know, very bad for my adrenals. Mm-hmm. I found out that I was allergic to different food that I didn't know, or actually, as I got older, I developed these allergies. So I had to stay clear of certain foods such as gluten, still don't eat gluten today. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it wasn't a very quick, direct route, but because I was so dedicated to my health and wellness and because I saw that my doctors weren't willing to do further testing and to help me, I had to become my own health advocate. So that's what I really want to emphasize, especially for women, that we need to become our own health advocate. Mm -hmm. It's more important than ever, especially if you have a chronic illness, because from my personal experience, I have witnessed that doctors treat women differently when they have a chronic illness. Right. So it's pretty sad. I grew up uh, going to the same doctor and all of a sudden when I developed a chronic illness all of a sudden he treated me differently he didn't believe me and uh, he wouldn't do further testing I just couldn't understand that so um, one other point I wanted to mention when you asked about what is holistic health and wellness Mm -hmm. is also the mind body spirit connection right so that's also what's very different from you know western medicine is that they really believe it's all about the body It's all about the symptoms. Once Mm -hmm. you have an idea of the symptoms, then you can give a diagnosis, then you can give medication. Okay. But that's only part of the picture. Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, that's okay. That's only part of the picture. So mind, body, spirit, if you're only addressing the body, it's only one third of the equation. Mm -hmm. And that's why I believe so many people are having a hard time overcoming chronic illness is because they're only focusing on the symptoms and they're not realizing how all three are connected and that they need to focus on their mental health they need to focus on what was going on in their life really Mm -hmm. go back to when the symptoms began were Mm -hmm. they stressed out were they a workaholic was there um, a death in the family was there an accident really understand and go to the beginning so that's also holistic health and wellness to go to the very beginning the whole health history Mm -hmm. mind body and spirit and the root cause so how do you this how do you um 
how do you receive clients? Like, how do you, how does someone come to you? They come to you by referral normally because someone else has used you. Because what I wondered is, um, how would someone say, okay, I definitely need to be able to go to someone that can help me with, you know, um, a fuller perspective on my health. Um, how do they get there if they don't know and they don't have that orientation? Yes. Yeah, so a lot of times it is referrals. People refer me. They refer their friends. They say, oh, you got to work with Christy. Um, but I am trying to get the word out. So that's why I'm doing more podcasts and magazines and blogs, because I do want people to be able to find me if they need me. And so um, if they find you, what is your intake process? Like, how? where do you start when you have, when you work with a client? Oh, sure. Great question. So I sit down with them and first I get their health history. Mm-hmm. So I tell the, I ask them to take me back. When did the symptoms begin? Okay. Mm-hmm. To really go to the beginning. Tell me at that point, again, what was going on in your life? How did you feel emotionally? How did you feel physically? What did you try? What has the doctor already prescribed for you? Are you on medication? Are you going to a therapist to really get the full picture. So I really go deep in their health history. And then because of my background, because I've been doing this for 17 years and I've been studying health and wellness for gosh, over 20 years now, I really have an understanding so I can really be able to pinpoint the root cause for them Mm -hmm. and also just simply hold space for them. And I believe that is an important part of healing that's greatly lacking that a lot of people don't have somebody to talk to to just vent to just be heard to be Uh seen and not to be judged yeah and so that's how i began i begin by asking for their health history they express themselves they may complain cry get angry whatever Mm -hmm. i Mm -hmm. hold space for that and then i do a full healing that's about an hour Mm -hmm. and then at the end is when i empower them inspire them with my clairvoyant medium reading and that's another element i love that so clairvoyant medium reading how do you get someone comfortable with that if they're not used to it or oriented well the people who come to me are interested because they want to see it from a higher perspective basically people who come to me are people who've tried everything to no avail like they've Uh been to all the doctors Mm -hmm. feel like they've had all the tests they feel like they've done years of therapy already it's mm-hmm. like they're just looking for the answers now mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like mm-hmm. i don't care what you do how you come up with it just give me the answers tell me how to get better yeah. so my clients are actually uh very open to it because you know part of it's just feeling comfortable with the person who you're working with it's very oh, important yeah. to have a rapport Mm-hmm. So people see me, they see that I'm very friendly, I'm very approachable, I'm a really good listener, I hold space for them. And, uh, you know, I, I'm not scary. You know, some people have this connotation that healers are scary or mediums yeah. are scary, but yeah. I just want to squash that. You know, we're yeah. real people trying to help other people. Yeah. And it's just a gift that I have. And everyone has the ability to tap into these gifts, such as clairvoyance, mediumship, yes. clairaudience, claircognizance, etc. That's amazing. So one of the things I know um, is that for me, um, and my family, we've we've um, always expanded our minds beyond what you know the beyond the box. Let me just say it that that way. Um, and so we do believe that spirit um, is a is a part of life, and that spirit is um, one of the things that we you know draw on when we need to be able to relax, heal, um, you know, move beyond something emotionally, 
uh, mm-hmm. traumatic and those types of things. But um, I think we can get better as a society um, teaching people about it. That's one of the reasons why I like this format, Each One Teach One, because you can open people to new realities or, you know, help them expand their minds beyond what they've known um, their entire life. And they may be able to reach higher heights because of it, you know. Wonderful. Really, um, one of the things I also wanted to to tap into was that um, when people are going through tragic events and and or something like what you mentioned, a, um, like a, you know, um, a chronic illness and they just don't know what to do. And that becomes emotional illness because they, you know, tried everything and maybe they've gone to the hospital or the doctor and the doctors are trying to get them medicated and it gives them another, you know, uh, reinforcement of um, not knowing what to do versus something that was supposed to help them. And I'm saying that from a, a Western medicine standpoint. So how do you how do you um, help people kind of move beyond the box in regard to, you know, like opening up their minds about other ways of, of dealing with healing, but also um, empowering them beyond what, what might just be like what you said you experienced, a health disparity. You might they may just be you know, getting um, moved in hospitals because hospitals are like businesses these days. So how do you mm-hmm. move people beyond th- those experiences and into new realities in a way where they can kind of maybe share that uh, with their families or other people who might not have that uh, the general orientation toward larger ways or, or more broadened ways of uh, thinking, thinking about their health and spirit overall? Sure. Great, great question. So one way is simply to share my story. So mm-hmm. I share that I had a chronic illness of my own. Mm-hmm. I shared my struggles of how my doctors labeled me as being depressed and then a hypochondriac. They didn't believe mm-hmm. that I was really sick. And then finally they gave me the diagnosis of fibromyalgia and said that there was no cure. So I have so much empathy and understanding for those with chronic illness because I've been through so many different phases of it. Yeah. So I understand what it's like for doctors to prescribe medication after medication. Mm -hmm. I understand what it's like when doctors don't believe you because all the tests come back and everything shows that it's fine. So they're like, oh, good news. You're fine. I'm like, no, that's not good news. I'm not fine. Right, right, right. Right. Uh, And then the other thing is that a lot of people are given a diagnosis Mm -hmm. and they're given a diagnosis that then has certain limitations and parameters. So then they live in fear of there not being a cure and they're always going to be in pain or they're always going to be dependent on this medication or they're not going to be able to work. And so I really empower them by my story saying that I overcame my chronic illness. Mm -hmm. I got to the root cause and I did it naturally. I did it 100% naturally and in one month. And now I have the skills to help you. And not only that, I have more skills than I had back then. Mm-hmm. I'm also clairvoyant now. I'm also mm-hmm. a medium. So mm-hmm. I can ask your questions, your specific questions to your guardian angels, to mm-hmm. the divine, to mm-hmm. archangels, and mm-hmm. get answers from a higher perspective. So that is so confirming and that's yeah. so powerful because you have my knowledge and you have their knowledge. So it's very customized, the advice I give to my clients. That's amazing. So do you have um, specific, uh, let's say, like I'm for me personally, I'm not one that does medications. I choose not I to do medications. I don't either. I don't do any so medications. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you have any um, things that like you recommend people to try to stay in balance or in optimal health, you know, before they get to a point where they might hit 
um, you know, some chronic illness um, from maybe just habits or practices that they just don't know that are that are going that way. But are there some things that you might suggest to people that um, that they can do to stay in optimal health if they wanted to that are more like uh, natural, you know, natural herbs and things like that? Or what do you suggest? Oh, absolutely. All I recommend are natural remedies and different healing modalities. I don't recommend any medication because, of course, mm-hmm. I'm not a doctor. Mm-hmm. So I everything is natural. Absolutely. I'm a natural girl. <laughs> oh, me too. <laughs> so that's my background. So I, I studied Russian shamanism. And uh-huh. Russian shamanism is all about, like you said, not taking any medication, just healing yourself from you know energy work healing yourself from being in connection with mother nature healing yourself with plants and herbs and food Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. it's very natural it's a philosophy it's a way of life and then like you shared i i just don't do well with medication so through the time i was sick i had to learn natural ways to help myself Mm -hmm. and that's what i recommend to my clients Awesome. And and just to go back to that spiritual element that you were talking about before, how can people believe? Mm-hmm. It's very interesting. Once I share my clairvoyant visions, then mm-hmm. it's confirming for people. Because again, I can look into their past. I can see things that they haven't shared with others. I can see things that they haven't told me. Mm-hmm. And I can share that I saw that. And they're like, I've never told anyone that before. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Or, or they say, wow, that was me in college. I was the school mascot. How did you uh-huh. know that? Uh-huh. And it's like, whoa. So they're like, okay, I, I, I know you've got something going on there. Like a woman the other day, she had a reading and all of a sudden I said, I see blue butterflies for you. That's your guy. You're guided by blue butterflies. She's like, I just saw them the other day. That is so weird. <laughs> so that really like makes like, okay, she's the real deal because that really resonates to me. Right, right. So this is um this is really good stuff because I just like it because we are I believe in opening the mind and keeping the mind open and living um a lifelong um learning, you know, living your life in a way where you're learning all your life, put it that way. Yes. Yeah, yes. Where, where you can know and understand realities and where you can um feel better because, you know, things are opening up to you, you know, in different ways. So I've always believed that um you know we are not the high, highest being uh that's for sure and that there are other um you know spiritual worlds out there that help us what whatever yes. name people may call them because we have so much in regard uh to history and nationality and ethnicity and that type of thing but what we all have in common is that we have um you know pre- protective angels we have protective spirits and we just need to know a little bit more i think particularly in the united states we need to have um, better orientation to um, things that are not just uh, black and white, things that are not just, you know, up and down, one plus one equals two. We need to have, yes. some, you know, step outside of the box a little bit. Um, but we were Gotta talking. have some trust and faith. Come yeah, on. <laughs> some trust and faith. But, you know, we were also talking about one of the things that was kind of concerning, and that is that we keep coming around to um, the, the treatment of women um, mm. and the treatment of women in hospitals. I, I think I mentioned to, the, to you the, the other day that I work with an organization that um, deals specifically with um, maternal mortality and mm-hmm. the rates of maternal mortality in hospitals. Um, and one of the things that I was concerned about when, when I made some um, recent conversation on social media I was telling people they know most of my friends know that I had my son at home with a midwife um, mm-hmm. with all herbs um, it was very relaxing uh, it wonderful was, he's my child so 
it's my only experience and I'm glad it was that experience. And if I had to do it again, which I will not because I'm 53, um, mm. <laughs> then, um, I would do it the same way again because it was such a relaxing environment. Um, I Beautiful. Learned a lot. Yeah, I learned a lot about women's reproductive systems and how to nurture your reproductive system on the way to, um, you know, on the way through pregnancy. So, you know, how do you, Wonderful. how do we talk, how do we deal with some of these issues that we know are created by the orientations that we have in the, in, in the United States, especially in regards to women's um, reproductive health and uh, health disparities in the hospitals? Well, first of all, I think it's beautiful that you had such a wonderful childbirth experience. Mm -hmm. And I think that's part of the story that we need to share. We need to share the good stories. Yeah. Okay. We need to hear more about the great experiences women have with home births. Okay. There's only 1% of women in this country who have a home birth. Yeah. It used to be, you know, 90% in the early 1900s. Most definitely. So it's just crazy that now women fear having a child at home. Husbands are afraid for their wives to have the baby at home. And it is safe. They just don't understand that because now it's so common to have a baby in the hospital. And now, unfortunately, there's so many horror stories that are being spread. And it just is like gossip. People just keep on spreading more and more horror stories. They spread it to the women who are pregnant, then they're scared, then they end up having a bad experience because they kept on thinking about it. So it's this bad, vicious cycle. Mm -hmm. So first of all, we need to educate people to be mindful. They need Mm -hmm. to be mindful when talking to a pregnant woman. She's very sensitive. She's very uh open she's very open to her intuition but she's very open to all this information and sometimes she can't close it off because there's so much coming in at her right so we need to try to be mindful of her and send her positivity and be helpful instead of you know make her scared and so it is also important to really understand what's going on in our medical system mm-hmm. so unfortunately mm-hmm. there are great disparities yeah. there is a very high population of African-American women who are experiencing mortalities and the high rate of morbidity in this country. It's it's just astounding. So the United States, which is considered uh, a country that a lot of other countries look up to around the world, we have the highest mortality and morbidity rate of any developed country. Yeah. It is unbelievable 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 yeah and we're not changing conditions are getting worse right conditions are getting worse and we are aware of the racial bias we are aware of the racial bias in this country and still things are not changing fast enough so through my research i have come to a greater understanding about this because i interviewed over 70 moms and childbirth experts around the world and so it was very interesting to one really see how things are going on in this country but Mm -hmm. also to see how they're going on in other countries so there are some similarities there are some countries that are doing things a lot better okay and Mm -hmm. we need to learn from each other we should all be comparing to create the best experience for women most definitely (laughs) why aren't we doing that yeah so so one of the things i Oh, go ahead. No, no. One of the things I was going to say is that I definitely want think that people should plug in a lot more in, in these types of discussions because um, we really the the conversations that we just had with some of the 
um, Texas state reps that I mentioned. We got some of the Texas state reps involved because they're trying to change some of the, um, you know, issues with disparities in healthcare for specifically for African-American women in regard to um, maternal mortality. And they were saying that there's so much resistance. And I'm like, why would someone resist women dying you know, during childbirth. I mean, it just, you know, so for me, it's like we have um, the the time that we need to really educate the population of people around their choices, like the choice to not have um, your child vaccinated, the choice to be able to nurture yourself naturally and just go through a natural home birth. You know, it should be rewarded just like it is if you go to a hospital. You know what I mean? Like, I think it and and it should be included in insurance, like as a choice, you know. Yeah. So yeah, so these types yes. of conversations are things that we should have, you know, openly. And um, we have, I mean, women do just as much work as men in this society now. It's not it's not divided like it used to be. So we should be able to reap the benefits of being able to bring children into the world, but in the way that we want to, you know, naturally. Or if people choose to go to the hospital they can choose to go to to the hospital. But I I definitely think the conversations need to be had and we're not having them as much. But um, one of the things I wanted to get in here before we wrap, um, because we're coming up on time, is how do people reach you? That's number one. How how do people reach you? Um, How do they reach you on social media? How do they reach you on your website? And then if they wanted to work with you, where would they start? Like, do they go to your your website and uh, sign up? Is there an intake process there? How do they reach you? Sure. So first of all, my website is www.thedancingcurtain.com. So my business is The Dancing Curtain. They can find me on Instagram at Christy Rich. That's my name, K-H-R-I-S-T-E-E-R-I-C-H. The Dancing Curtain on Facebook, Dancing Curtain on YouTube. And um, before we wrap, I wanted to invite everyone to have a free challenge So that's Mm -hmm. a a beautiful way to get a sample of the work that I do. That will happen next week. Mm -hmm. That's for all ladies. It's May 11th through the 13th. It's absolutely free. Awesome. Uh, We will include the link in the show notes, I guess. I guess that would be easier. And so they can just click on that link. That will let them know how to get started and remind them of the challenge next week. And then the challenge will happen in a private Facebook group. I will be in there those days live so that they can ask any questions i will have a video each day it's called the mind body soul detox challenge so every day i will teach you how to detox your mind body and soul to release Mm -hmm. heaviness so that Mm -hmm. they can return to joy and vitality it's going to be very simple very easy short videos less than 12 minutes for them to watch each day and then short assignment so that they start to really focus on their health and wellness and if they complete the exercises daily then they can enter in for a prize i'm giving out three prizes so it's going to be super fun and so i invite all of them to join so they get a little sample of the work that i do and some of my expertise and tips that i give to my clients other than that if they know that they are ready to work with me one-on-one they mm-hmm. can reach out through my website to set up a discovery call or sim- simply send me an email at christy at the dancing awesome. And then right now I do have a three session package where they can work with me one on one and really get deep, have a rapid transformation and mm-hmm. start to feel better fast. That is so amazing. And I that because we 
I will share it. I'm going to tell you where I'm going to share it just so you can keep track of uh, anyone that comes from my coaching page, which is Spark and Flow with Ola Misano. Um, I have 65 um, nonprofits that I work with around the country. Uh, most of the people on the page are executive directors of those groups, but they have their own constituencies. So they also share that information out to other Wonderful. people. So we're going to start there, but I'm also going to post it on my private pages, on pages, um, you know, which I have over 5,000 on Facebook, you know, across different social media. So I'll be interested to see if anyone can follow up and then, you know, get uh, gets to be a part of the challenge and would love to see that whole thing take place. Um, people ask me questions all the time about having their child at home. And they also ask me questions about how my son went through school his entire life without having to have vaccinations. You know, we have a process here in Texas where they can just basically have a waiver every two years. You have to keep up with it, but it is possible. And so mm, I, like to, I like to share. Yeah, I love to share information like that because as a mom and as a working mom and as a mompreneur, I've been an entrepreneur all my son's life. And so working moms who still want to take care of their bodies are able to do it and not necessarily have to compromise health, you know, while you're given um, childbirth. So this has been a great conversation. I really appreciate all the information that you brought to the table. Oh, um, thank my, you. Yeah, I can't believe how fast it went. <laughs> yeah, it went so fast. And so it's, you know, it's always good when you're t- having good conversation and learning great new things so um metal right now in arlington is raining so that that i can hear the rain um but we will have um you know um time to come back at another time and maybe do a, a part two the the rain reminded me of uh the time when i was having my son and it was raining and my midwife started singing this beautiful song and Ooh. it was really during the time where um you know during childbirth when it's the probably the most difficult or feels like the most difficult you know they call it the ring of fire so it's like it feels like it's the most difficult but then on the other side is this beautiful life and beautiful human human being so (laughs) you know yeah yeah, it's a way to process so you can look at it as oh my gosh it's raining or you can look at it look at the beautiful rain and what it does you know to our spirit that's right almost time for the rainbow then right (laughs) almost time for the rainbow so Thank you so much. We really, I really enjoyed your uh, information and your energy and um, we'll definitely be uh, working together some more. And I definitely cannot wait to see people get something out of this uh, information that they like. Wonderful. And you're welcome to join the challenge too, if you're free. It's going to be fabulous. I sure will. And I'll share the link with them. I I know you're share it with me and I've forgotten it already. So I'll share it with them and then we'll keep track and see what we can do and put some more positive ripples into this universe. Okay, sounds beautiful. Thanks again. Thank you so much, Christy. Have a good day. Okay, you too. Bye-bye.